Welcome everyone to another episode of Anchored Hope, your weekly podcast where we inspire and encourage you to keep on going, to keep on moving forward in life and to keep on trusting in Jesus. Well, um, we're going to be continuing this week on the topic of hope and I'd like to speak to you on a message that I've entitled Hope Deferred, Hope Deferred. And the scripture reading is found in Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 12. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 12. I'm going to be reading to you from three different Bible translations. The first one is from the New King James Version. And this is what it says. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. The Holman Christian Standard Bible says, delayed hope makes the heart sick. Then the good news Bible says, when hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. When hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. I remember when um, I received the scripture or read the scripture for the first time, um, for about three to four days, God just really laid it on my heart. I kept on reading it. And then I decided to start studying it. And uh, the first thing I did was I grabbed a dictionary and I looked for the meaning of the word deferred. And it blew me away when I read it. Deferred, according to the dictionary, means to delay or to postpone. And when I read that, the Holy Spirit immediately started speaking to me and pouring out this word in my heart. And so what this scripture says is that when that hope can be postponed or delayed. And I believe that this is one of the key strategies of the enemy to get believers into a pit of hopelessness, depression, discouragement and despair. Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, hope deferred, hope delayed or postponed. What does it do? It makes the heart sick. Did you know that one of the leading causes of death among heart patients is hopelessness? That people with heart conditions, when they lose hope, when they give up, they don't live very long. But patients that keep their hope going despite the challenges despite the difficulties in their in their health they end up living for many many years and i believe one of the key strategies of the enemy is to defer hope the again the holman christian standard bible says delayed hope makes the heart sick so what does this mean well it simply means that if the enemy can delay your harvest, if he can delay your breakthrough, if he can delay your miracle, he can get you and me to a place of hopelessness. You see, when you lose hope, you lose your peace. When you lose peace, you lose your joy. And when you lose your joy, you lose your strength. And when you lose your strength, you lose the ability to fight. Uh, So So how does the enemy do this? I'm going to read Proverbs 13 and verse 12 one more time. And this time I'm going to read it to you from the Message Bible. And listen to what it says. It says, unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick. 
The word unrelenting means continual disappointment, constant disappointment, um, unrelieved, sustained disappointment, unceasing, steady, unbroken, endless, persistent, perpetual disappointment is what makes your heart sick. Now, I don't know if I'm the only one that has experienced this before, but you know what? This unrelenting, persistent attacks of the enemy, man, it can drain you of strength. And I believe, you know what? The only reason why the enemy does this, why he bombards us with disappointment after disappointment is so that he can get us to a place of hopelessness to get us to a place of giving up uh, and to get us to a place where we lose heart so the strategy of the enemy is to delay things so if he can delay your financial breakthrough long enough then he can get you to a place where you give up if he can delay it long enough you know what? Three things happens. It gets us, number one, to a place where we stop praying because we get depressed and we filled with despair. So if he, he throws disappointment after disappointment against us, he delays our breakthrough. And what happens is we stop praying. Number two, we stop worshiping. And number three, we stop fellowshipping. Man, I've seen this. I've seen people that, that are struggling for a breakthrough. You know, they, they, they end up getting to a place where they no longer want to be around other believers. They no longer want to come to church. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. The enemy wants to isolate you. The enemy wants you to feel like you all alone, to feel like you are forgotten, to feel like, you know what, God doesn't care about you. And that's why you're not getting the breakthrough that you need. And so the strategy of the enemy is clear today, man. And, and I believe that if we as believers, you know what, if we understand this, and I, I truly believe that we are exposing the strategy today, man, and I, I want to encourage you not to give up that when delays come that 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 you keep on praying and you keep on seeking the face of God because God is faithful and I truly believe that God hears the cries of his people and there might be a delay but even if there's a delay you got to we got to settle it in our hearts that you know what I'm not going to I'm not going to fall into a pit of despair I'm not going to fall into a pit of depression I'm not going to fall into a pit of hopelessness and 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 give up no hallelujah we're not going to do that Amen. And so we need to get to a place where we understand that giving up is not an option. And even when we experience delays, we are not going to give up, but we're going to carry on seeking the face of God. Do you know that one of the main reasons why the enemy uses giants against us is to get us to lose hope, to lose courage and to lose heart? Let me show you in the Bible, in Scripture, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, the story of David and Goliath. The Bible says that Israel and the Philistine army, armies were at war, or the nations were at war with each other. And, and they were 
each army that were was situated on on either side on different sides of this valley and in verse 16 of 1 Samuel chapter 17 it says that the Philistine champion Goliath the giant that he presented himself daily for 40 days morning and evening he presented himself um, before the armies of Israel and he he insulted and he taunted uh, the 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 people or the children of God man man I want you to see two things here two strategies the first strategy is uh, is the Bible says that Goliath was unrelenting in his attacks he presented himself before Israel for 40 days Twice a day, he would insult, provoke, and poke fun at them. The second thing is that I want you to notice is the result of the unrelenting attacks. Verse 11 says, When Saul and all Israel heard the words of the Philistine, they became dismayed and greatly afraid again the christian standard bible says that when they heard the words of goliath they lost their courage and were terrified they lost their courage they lost hope and they lost heart but i love david because you see when david comes onto the scene and he hears the voice of the giant instead of the voice terrifying him the voice of the giant motivated him to war man that's powerful we all need to get to a place where the lies and the delaying strategies of the enemy where it does not not strike fear in our hearts but where it begins to motivate us to fight and to press on man when the enemy comes um, daily he might come daily to you and and bombard your thoughts with negative things we've got to get to a place where these negative things begin begins to motivate us to fight did you know that what made Michael Jordan, and when I, I, when I was thinking about this, I remembered reading something about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is arguably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. At school, there was a teacher that constantly, nonstop, consistently told him that he was too short and that he'd never be good, a good enough basketball player. And instead of allowing those words to destroy his confidence and get him to give up. Those words motivated him to fight. And, 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 and Michael Jordan became one of the greatest basketball players of, of all time. I want to encourage you this morning. The devil is a liar. He will bombard you with negative thoughts. He will bombard you, man. Man, he will create even environments around us so that we lose hope and we 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 feel like like there is no way out. But I want to encourage you this morning that when the enemy man bombards you and he tells you you're not good enough, man, you need to listen to another voice. And I want to encourage you at this time to get into the word of God because God speaks to us through his word. And we as believers, we need to get to a place where the voice of truth, 
the voice of God's word becomes louder than the voice of the enemy. And so we got to get into the word and we got to we got to keep the word of God in our hearts at all times. Um, let's look at Daniel, that in Daniel and in Daniel chapter 10, that Daniel was seeking the face of God because he desired to get an answer from God regarding something that would have an impact on the future of Israel. The Bible says that Daniel started praying and after two days he was seeking the face of God and after two days Daniel was praying and there was no answer. After three days, no answer. After seven days, one week, still no answer. Daniel continued praying. Day number 14, two weeks later, there was still no answer. How many of you know, many of us by now, we'd have given up, we'd have walked away. We'd have said, you know what, God's not interested in, in answering me. Uh, man, I might as well just give up and go away. But what I love about Daniel is that Daniel does not stop. Daniel prays, day number 13, 14, 15, 16, 18 days later, Daniel is still praying. Still no answer. 21 days later, three weeks later, Daniel is busy praying. And finally, he receives his breakthrough. And an angel appears to Daniel. And, and we, I want to read verse, verse 12 to you in, from Daniel chapter 10. And this is what the angel says. Listen to what he says. He says, then the angel continued and he said to Daniel, he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard and I have come in response to them. Man, isn't that powerful? The angel comes to Daniel and he says, Daniel, I just want you to know that when you prayed and you asked God for an answer to, to the questions that you were seeking, Concerning the future of Israel, I want you to know on that very first day, God heard your prayers. God heard your prayers. And on that first day, God immediately sent me with an answer for you. So Daniel, I just want to thank you. And this is what I believe the angel was telling Daniel. Daniel, I just want to thank you that you did not stop praying. I just want to thank you, Daniel, that you kept on praying and that you did not give up. Even though there was a delay, Daniel, even though it took me 21 days to break through and to come to you with the answer. I want to say thank you, Daniel, for not giving up. Because, Daniel, what you did not know was that in the spirit, the enemy was blocking me from coming through. The enemy delayed the answer from getting to you. The enemy tried to delay your breakthrough. But Daniel, I want to thank you that you did not give up. And because you kept on praying, God sent Michael the archangel and he came and he assisted me and he helped me and he, and he fought against the, the prince of Persia, the, 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 the demonic force that was trying to block your breakthrough. He fought against it and here I am today, Daniel, because you refused to give up. 
Daniel chapter 10 verses 14 says this. Listen to what the angel says. He says, relax, Daniel. He continued. He said, don't be afraid. From the moment you decided to humble yourself to receive understanding, your prayer was heard and I was sent out to come to you. But listen to this. I was waylaid by the angel, prince of the kingdom of Persia, and was delayed for a good three weeks. But then Michael, one of the chief angel princes, intervened to help me. I left him there with the prince of the kingdom of Persia, and now I am here to help you understand what will eventually happen to your people. The vision has to do with what lays ahead. The Bible says the angel that was bringing the message to to Daniel, it uses the word waylaid. The word waylaid means to be ambushed. It means to be robbed, to attack. It means to be held up, to be detained. It means to intercept. And so what was happening in the spirit, the enemy was trying to ambush Daniel's breakthrough. The enemy was trying to rob Daniel of his breakthrough. So the enemy attacked. The enemy tried to hold it up. Try to meant to intercept it and and to to steal it from him, but Daniel did not give up. Although there was a delay, Daniel kept on praying. Daniel kept on seeking the face of God. Proverbs chapter thirteen says that hope deferred, <laughs> delayed hope will break your heart. Unrelenting disappointment. The strategy of the enemy is to, is to delay your breakthrough, is to delay hope. I want to encourage you today, don't give up. I want to encourage you to be like David and to, to, to be motivated to keep on fighting. I want to encourage you like Daniel, that although you're experiencing delays, man, to keep on praying. To keep on seeking the face of God no matter what. What you need to understand is that God answers praise. What you need to understand is that when we give up and we give up before the time. What we don't know is in the spirit there might be, man, there might be a war raging right now. With the enemy blocking and trying to waylay your breakthrough. But I'm here to encourage you this morning that if you keep on, if you persevere, if you keep on keeping on, if you put your trust in God and you say, God, now I understand the strategy of the enemy. I understand the strategy of the enemy, strategy to delay my breakthrough, to delay my harvest. And so, Father God, even when I experience delays now, I'm going to see it for what it is. And I'm going to keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on trusting. I'm going to keep on seeking your face. I am not going to allow my heart to be crushed. I am not going to allow, man, my hope to be taken away and stolen from me. I'm going to keep my hope anchored in Christ Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. I I trust that this word today that it 
encouraged you. I trust that this word today has helped you. I just want to pray with you this morning. Father, I want to thank you for this word. I want to thank you, Father God. I believe the enemy strategy has been exposed today. Lord, I pray for those that are are going through a, a really hard time today. Those, Father God, that are experiencing delays, Father God. There might be a battle that is being waged right now in the spirit. And Father, even right now, we pray, I pray for for, for for every single person, Father, that might be experiencing delays. I pray, Father God, send your angels to wage a war on their behalf. Father, I thank you for breakthrough. I thank you for an end of delays in Jesus' almighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you.